0: Now, News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman.
1: In association with AIR
0: on News Talk.
1: It's going to come into effect. 29th of this month. But is it a good idea? The idea of buying your local authority home. Rory Hearn, Assistant Social, uh, Professor of Social Policy at Manute University and author of Gaffs and Carol Tallon, CEO of Property District and author of the Irish Property Buyers Handbook Series, uh, joined us to discuss this. Rory, are you in favour of this? Is it a good idea?
2: Well, I think there's um, really big problems actually with it, Shane. I um, the idea of tenant purchases obviously here in Ireland for a long, long time. And it goes back, of course, to our history of colonialism. And um, we have had a long You know, policy and government has supported people, tenants buying their home for a long time. But it is hugely problematic. And we have to understand that from a policy perspective, because essentially, if you sell uh, council stock, local authority, social housing stock to the tenant, that stock is lost. That home is lost as a social housing, part of the social housing stock. And if you look at the figures, um, we have in the region of about 200,000 homes currently, Um, controlled by local authorities with social housing tenants in them. Um, We have built, we built in the history of the state almost half a million social housing homes. So we have privatised essentially half our housing stock. And when we look at, for example, homelessness now, one of the root causes of homelessness um, when we're at historic levels of it is the lack of social housing. And we even have situations whereby um, you're, you know, you're probably familiar and you've heard that, you know, people facing eviction at the moment. um, We've seen situations where we have HAP tenants, people on HAP uh, being supported in their rent. um, The state is going to buy it and they're now buying it with the tenants in situ. But some of that is former council stock. So you've had councils have sold stock to tenants. The tenants then sold it on. An investor or landlord bought it. They rent it out. Then it's uh, tenant pays HAP. Uh, okay. The state supports that ten drop. So you have the state paying three right. times for housing okay. stock.
1: I want to bring in Carol uh, Talon here. Carol, big problems with this.
0: Um, good morning, Shane and Rory. I, I would take quite a different view to Rory on that. I mean, look, at some point we need to get beyond talking about a history of colonialism as to the reason why home ownership is a good idea. There are so many reasons why home ownership is a, is a good idea from social to economic. Um, but I, I don't accept that if we allow people to buy out their social homes that they're lost. They're only lost if the state doesn't have a programme of building social housing, which you should have on an ongoing basis. It doesn't make sense how we operate uh, our housing and our social housing. And I think, if anything, our residents and our citizens are paying the cost of the state dropping the ball on this over the past number of decades.
1: Okay, Rory, what do you say to that?
2: Well, I do agree that there is, you know, if you're selling social housing stock, you have to at least be replacing it. And part of the problem has been that we have been selling housing, um, our social housing stock over the last 30 years, but we haven't been building social housing to replace it. So absolutely, we need a strong social housing building programme if you are selling your stock. But there are, again, I'll come back to it, a number of real problems with selling your social housing stock. And it's not that I'm against um, home ownership. I think they are absolutely you know, people want to own their home. There are huge benefits to owning your own home. But there are also huge benefits to social housing. And many, many people have lived in social housing, you know, all their lives. There is an issue around your children and family getting access to the family home if for example they're not eligible to um for social housing and I think we have to look at ways that people can leave their social housing their council home to their their but, kids and, and Rory, if, that the case, if that is the
1: case if that is the case and and it's a very it's an entirely legitimate point to make but if that is the case well then that house isn't going to be available for homeless people for a century then probably, so it's whether you privatize no, it or not, not isn't going to make a huge difference to to well to. well
2: it it well it it is because if you privatize it, then it is it's sold to the tenant, and then the tenant then can do whatever they want with it and and in many cases, we have thousands of former council-owned property that is now being rented out. It is now being owned by landlords. So that's not the case. If you just handed it to family, if it was handed over to a family member, it would still remain a social housing and you need to find ways, I think, that you could do that.
1: Carol Tallon?
0: yeah you know again i just think there's there's another approach to this that that maybe isn't being discussed here and that is um you're absolutely right when a property is owned by somebody it can be passed on to the next generation and that's a good thing so actually yes there is a history of tenant purchasing going back to from my from my knowledge the, the 1930s probably even Um, at a different point, but at least the 1930s. So actually that has been one of the contributing factors to Ireland becoming a wealthy nation, that actually it has been a source of relative generational wealth for people. And when I say generational wealth, I'm not talking about creating millionaires although it absolutely did that during uh, during the the celtic tiger years but i'm talking about taking families out of poverty that wouldn't have had the means to take themselves out of poverty so actually in a way you're helping people become self-sustaining so yes there's there's a good reason for for social housing and it absolutely has a place but actually the, the preferred option is for people to become self-sustaining in the long term and you talk okay about Rory, having about of social housing just remember, though, apologies, though. But if we have a country, if we have a country full of stock owned by the state, the state has to maintain that. What happens as it ages? Um, yeah, Rory, how is... about
1: that? Is, is there an argument that if if you if people do buy their own houses, they'll then spend money on the upkeep of that, and that actually it it, it will it'll be good for the entire estate, good for the entire area.
2: Yeah, so with respect to Carol and (laughs) Irish state policy for the last 30 or 40 years, there's been a fundamental misunderstanding of how The economics of social housing works of financing it because if you sell that social housing then it is lost okay so yes you're saying you don't have to pay the maintenance cost but the local authority or the council then doesn't have that asset on its books essentially to borrow upon and also to what's called to cross subsidise different rents because if you have lots of social housing on your stock over time the mortgage on that that you or the borrowing that you took as a state to pay that off is reduced and the cost well, can can you deal with the issue is. though so that, that people will
1: invest it, but, more if it's if they own the house. The people will invest in it, and that will lift the area. Generally, it will help the area.
2: Well, that's not necessarily the case because people can also invest in their council housing. And, and You're their, much less you know, likely to do system. so, are you not? And I do think that there is an issue around that, that people should be able to invest in their home in their social housing that they're in and in their council housing. But the idea that just home ownership raises areas is not true. We have, you know, mixed communities with social housing and home owning that, you know, are, that go through different phases of development and history. And yeah, I didn't, I didn't suggest that just that, home ownership no, but was that? Yeah, I, but, I was but just no, saying, because, could
1: it be one of the things because that does? We,
2: I, think, I think we need to counter the stigmatisation of social housing. It's not, not, sti- not stigmatisation No, no, no it of is. It. Because, because if you're saying that home ownership is some, you know, ideal form of tenure, that is the preferred I, I didn't one, suggest that, I just well, like asked. Carol was saying it, Carol was saying it, that everybody wants to own. And we're putting up home, home ownership as this ideal, but it's not. You know, it's, it's heavily indebted. It is hugely expensive, whereas social housing, and you look at countries where to have successful housing systems, like Austria, in Vienna, half of their housing is social housing, is council housing. Very,
1: very quick, very quick final word. Okay, very quick final word, Carol.
0: Um, I would just say to Rory, thankfully the state shares my fundamental misunderstanding of social housing as he puts it and actually understands that this is about housing communities that can thrive and grow and the state has an approach towards this. So I would recommend people check out the Department of Housing Resources or um, indeed the Citizens information for full advice.
1: Really interesting debate. Thanks to Rory O'Hearn and to Carol Tallon. Let us know what you think. 087 1400 106.